hey, listen, fuckhead. Talk, you know, yeah, you, you, you can do whatever you want to do. You can put me on mute. You can turn the goddamn channel for all I care. What the fuck are you doing? And you're listening to us now. So obviously you hit the fucking mute switch night, asshole. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I am your host, Graham, and sitting in the corner to my left, like always, Bad Blood, it's Dan. How are you doing, Dan? All right. And sitting in the corner to my right, Bad AIDS, it's Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming, didn't you? Uh, it's, it's not even funny, though, is it? It's a disease. Well. <laughs> I, I was worried that the quality had dropped on those then for a second. Yeah. Just like, I'll just throw out a shot. That, no, that would no as soon as you said Bad Blood, I was like, oh, I'm going to get AIDS here. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> Fucking hell. What if yeah. someone came in here with a machine gun? <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> Opening contest. <laughs> Opening contest. Don't leave, Daryl. Why? Because Dan won last week. It, did he fuck? Yeah, he did. Did he fuck? Well, no. Uh, judges no, rules... don't want to ruin this. I will ruin this show. Judges rules are final. You will. I will ruin it's it. It's over, mate. 3 2. Oh, fuck off. This week's opening contest. It's, I've gone back to predictions because I'm, I'm an unoriginal bastard. Okay. So it's back. Uh, not, it's not even backlash. What's it fucking called? Clash, Clash of, champions. of Champions. Clash not, of Champions, not Clash of the Champions. I was about to say the same thing, yeah. Clash of the Champions. Yeah, I, I know, mate. Yeah. This is not awkward. <laughs> so Clash of Champions is this Sunday. Uh, I'm just going to get you to predict three matches because I can't be fucked with the rest of them. So, the top. <laughs> Excellent. Well, oh, this fucking, it's another fucking New Day against Gallows and Anderson match. Oh, yeah. Right? You know if Gallows and Anderson don't win the tag titles here, they should basically just retire, shouldn't well, they? Well, no, they can record another podcast with Jericho. Oh, yeah. Can't they? Oh, he's he's the mate. He's he's part of the, He's a bit like you in this group, isn't he? A little bit, yeah. Like Vic and Bob, and then another one. Yeah, he's the other. <laughs> right. One. So while we talk about Jericho's podcast, go on. Um, so he did another talking shot with them, and uh, Jericho was talking about some pictures he sent to. I think he sent them to Anderson from a night out that they had, and uh, they decided they got back to the hotel, and he decided he was going to rip up his pillowcases and fashion them into headbands and capes. Is that not a little bit Alan Partridge when he gets bored in the hotel? <laughs> <laughs> and he hosts a radio show. It's, yeah. That's what he's becoming. He is Alan Partridge. Yeah. And yet, oddly enough, probably more entertaining now on telly than he has been in a very long time. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jericho on telly. Just yeah. not of his podcast lately. Yeah, although I wasn't very pleased with what they did this week because it seemed like they were teasing another Jericho list and then they just made a fucking massive tag. <laughs> yeah, but that... They, they shouldn't do the list thing again, should they? Like the armor uh, thing. That's I don't a know. one that time. Was the like, big drawing point for me this week. Really? I listened to the results and I was like, I kind of want to see these segments with him and Foley. Oh, uh, yeah, but you don't want to do it over. You want new shit, don't you? Well, it's a new list. And then if you're ripping Foley, I thought you'd be well up for. I don't hate it's him like Right. Well, I want to rip Foley. So, you know what? I'm going to do the opening contest, but I'm going to do it right now. Did you see him try and fucking introduce the cruiserweights? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Why did they do it? Like, they put it in a shit slot anyway, and then they fucking have Foley come out, and here he is. He's like, oh, these are all great blokes. I'm, I'm best mates with all of them, just like I'm best mates with all the women. All oh, women, please sleep with me. And then anyway, uh, this is Steve Metalik. I mean, um, Grand, Grand Metallic. I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy the Corner Boy. I don't know. It's, it, they're, all, they're all really good wrestlers. Love me. Love me, please. My reputation's on the line. I, I wrote my Steve own. Metalik. He's, he's, he's got his own pro wrestling tease page and everything <laughs> oh why would you have Foley introduce it don't do it just <sighs> he doesn't yeah I mean he's taken so he's... many blows to the head 
that he can't remember stuff. So he's got it written down, but he's too stupid to read. Yeah, he fucking had it written down. It was on paper. It was on a piece of paper in front of him. Oh, God. If we even, even if we ignore the fact that they've crowned a cruiserweight champion, then didn't put them on the first week. <laughs> Which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And he didn't even have to have a match, did he? He could have just come out and gone, oh, this is that 50 pence piece that you're fighting for. No, they didn't. <laughs> they've got a fetish for British coins, haven't they? Because their tag belts are like two pences. Yeah. And then they're 50 pences. The other so tag belts are like 10p pieces. Yeah. So. Yeah. What's the what's the SmackDown Women's title then? Polymer five pound note. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting to do a polymer five pound note reference, haven't you? Yeah. It's finally the time. Yeah. Fantastic. Right. Let's go back to actually what I was going to say. So three predictions, straightforward stuff. Uh, I'm going to go to Dan first again because I'm just biased. Dan, who's going to win the women's three way? What's the women's three way? Fuck off, Bailey no, no, and Sasha d- and Charlotte. Oh, is it okay? Uh, Charlotte. Uh, there's a women's three-way where do I find the DVD for this oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. sexist how can I be sexist my mum's one. Oh, good point <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you got that over <laughs> give me a prediction um, I'll pick uh, Sasha yeah good shot I mean yours is also a good shot uh, <laughs> Bruce have against Reigns Dan Reigns He's so self-deprecating. Wait, what are we picking? Are we picking the winner of the match or who walks out with the belt? Oh, Just oh. winner of the match. Yeah, see. there you go. Why not? Fucking winner of the match. Oh, oh I want to go Reigns as well then. And Did uh, I probably moaned about that when I was asking for the rules so I can actually try for once. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. You try more than... You're the one who gets arsey on when you fucking lose. I'll fucking knock you out. We had to lock After the door, door this week. Please, thanks. <laughs> we had to lock the door this week. Why? So that you don't walk out again like last time. Oh, yeah. Just because you're lost. I'm a sore, lo- I'm a sore loser. <laughs> Rollins against Owens. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh. Sorted. Right. Okay. So basically. It's yeah. the women's <laughs> match. Isn't it? Well <laughs> who's going to be the women's champion? That was cracking opening contest. All right. Uh, I'm all... sorry. I'm not having a go at you. It's my fault for making right. something shit. Uh, like this podcast. What? Oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm going to go in that. It's part of mine and I'll slag it off. <laughs> More yours than anybody's, if anything. Like. Well, I wanted to call it the Daryl Show, but you guys, oh, the Royal Grumble. We literally, we literally did <laughs> did plan to call it Daryl Cast, if you remember. Oh, yeah, you wanted point. your name taken off it. Yeah. yeah, you don't want that sort of pressure, do you? No, no. I don't want to know that that I'm the driving force behind this. I like him to think you're the host. <laughs> Thanks. Dave Meltzer tweeted. What did Dave Meltzer tweet, Daryl? So somebody said to him, "Do you still have the ability to mark out?" As the kids say, Dave. And uh, Mark said, uh, "Dave said, Mark is uh, <laughs> all right." <laughs> Just because we joked about McFoley not being able to read. <laughs> Fucking hell. Mark is a derogatory carnival term said by people who think all customers are stupid and beneath them. Somebody then said, seems inconsistent to be particular about this and IWC and to also say old-time use of the N-word didn't necessarily point to racism because, Dave Meltzer said, Mark and the N-word, both derogatory, both demeaning terms, Inside wrestling, Mark and N-Word both use similar in that era. I'm not going to drop an M-bomb on the show. I'll do it. I'll wait this till week. we yeah, I'll wait till we go off there and do that. Uh, they used to call black people the N-Word while whipping them and um, making them like slaves. Um, <laughs> you dropped the S-bomb. What? That happened? No, I know. Uh, yeah. uh, I know. But- this is scarily serious no, topics for Daryl to be covering. No, no I can do serious. I'm a serious journalist. Um, but 
<laughs> basically, I'm a broadcast journalist. We broadcast this. I'm a broadcast yeah. journalist. Right. Like Michael Cole. I've been in a war. It's fine. <laughs> you weren't there in Nam. You yeah. haven't seen the things I've seen. Okay. Um, just had a flashback then. And... Um, <laughs> It's good that we're having this this subject about trivialising things that people say whilst you're trivialising things that it's, people it's, say. It's kind, of, it's kind of meta in a way. That's how my comedy works. There's yeah. layers. It's like an onion. Um. Anyway, Mark, Mark's just for fans that are dickheads, isn't it? Oh, he's a Mark. Like, yeah, all right. It's, oh. it's, it's, it's two different things. Like, what's Especially tr- this is the guy who spoke Carney in front of wrestlers to the point where one of them looked really pissed off. <laughs> Is Robbie from the Highlanders yeah, still after yeah. Don't be one of the Highlanders then. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, you're barely a wrestler. Like, like TNA, TNA are in a shit state now and they're not going, shall we get that Highlander in that we're on our show once? <laughs> are they? <laughs> they've got Crazy Steve, but they've not got Robbie from Highlanders. <laughs> I think um, Dave's not really thinking, is he? He's just To be fair, Dave's got other issues that we've spoke about before that yeah. he doesn't get it he doesn't understand like he's not got the social skills has he you're actually right it is just it's just as simple as that isn't it? yeah it's just got he's got a platform and that's it isn't it i don't know if i can excuse him for it but i you know what immediately when you read that you knew why he'd said it yeah like he he isn't actually equating the two words together he just seems like he is because the way he's putting his point across i don't actually believe he's a racist nah I believe he abuses steroids, though. That's just my opinion. It's not necessarily the opinion of the Royal Grumble podcast. You keep that in. Excellent. You mentioned TNA, by the way, who TNA were bringing in. Did you see who TNA brought in this week? Uh, I did, but I'd like you to tell the listeners. It's Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Oh, yeah. Do they get to call him Cody Rhodes, though? Because that were an issue on Wrestling Observer a while back. Well, he's just Cody, but it's <laughs> Cody and Brandy Rhodes. So Brandy Rhodes can be called Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, because WWE don't own the copyright on it because she wasn't Brandy Rhodes in WWE. Okay. So he's he's just Cody. Do you yeah. mean like Cher? Yeah, a bit like Cher. Okay. But then they did, they have made a thing like in the video it says something about all roads lead to. I think they should <laughs> just call him Cody Rhodes, but the other spelling of Rhodes yeah. would just be like, this is the only way we could get away with it. Or, it's TNA. He could legally change his name. Who would legally change their name this week? Officially, Ryback Alan Reeves. <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. He is a mark. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's a what? How can you use that word? I use the M word. Oh my god. Yeah. M word alert. I dropped an M bomb. Put put that bleep on him. No, don't. Yeah. It'll scare people. Yeah. They'll yeah. think he called him the, the other word that he discussed. What were you going to say then? <laughs> <laughs> nearly. Nearly. We're walking a very fine line here. Oh bloody hell! You've yeah. got to edit it, so you be careful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm devastated because it means we don't get Ryan back. <laughs> Upsetting. Like, but why what, wouldn't you? Why did he not just put Ryan back as like one of his middle names? That's what I said this last week. Like, it could just be called Ryan, Ryback, Alan Reeves, and it'd be fine. Because then he's a, at least he's a normal person, in a way. He's still got Ryback as his middle name, but it's more normal. His hero is a man who legally changed his name to Warrior. Who's a massive homophobe? <laughs> Let's not forget that. That's a fa- you can't libel the dead anyway. I've learned that because uh, Ricky Gervais libeled Doris Stokes, but she was dead, so it's fine. Um, so you can't libel the dead. So Ultimate Warrior, massive homophobe. <laughs> Quote from libel. I've told you. I told you last week. Libel's written down. Slander is spoken. Maybe you can slander the dead. I'll not say anymore. Yeah. I don't think yeah. you can slander the dead. It's a fact anyway. He said it. He said, "Queering does not make the world go round." He did actually say that. Yeah, that's a quote. 
It's a, do you want to give somebody a, a warrior award now? <laughs> Who's the best homophobe? <laughs> I wish the warrior award was for that. <laughs> How about just who's the best at insulting like broad cultures? This year's award winner is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> That's how we're getting him back in. Have you seen he's showing up in video packages and stuff a bit? Testing the waters. Yeah, I don't really notice, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, they're testing the waters. He always works his way back, doesn't he? (laughs) By WrestleMania, he'll be back. Well, you know something, brothers? All the brothers. All of them. (laughs) All the equal brothers. Yeah, all the equal. You're all all good people in a way. You're all Hulkamaniacs, really. I want him to come down and dance with the New Day. That would make my life. Pop one of them unicorn horns on his head. The only thing he'll be popping is his hip when it pops out when he's gyrating. <laughs> Could you imagine? Do you know it's exactly the sort of thing that WWE would do as yep. well as it go, go, oh, we need to we need to make it clear he's all right. First thing they do. <laughs> right. So who is Darren Young's coach? Bob Backlund. Can we make Titus O'Neil great again? <laughs> Brother. <laughs> I that really would, don't want to see that. That would rescue that angle. Are you kidding? <laughs> Fucking hell. Send it in, Daryl. Yeah, I will. E- email him. I'll tweet him. I wanted to bring up a little point, by the way, that oh, yeah. they brought up on SmackDown this week because they had, they had another Miz against Ziggler match on SmackDown. How do you feel about Dolph Ziggler? Uh, yeah. Have you got some notes prepared? Uh, all, I no- all I noted down was that during that match, they mentioned that Ziggler has beaten the Miz for the IC title four times. <laughs> If there's ever like, if there's like a second tier of, you know, Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler is the definition of the icy title just swapping around for the fuck of it, isn't yep. it? If there's a second place, it's definitely the Miz against Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> no fucking question. Dan, the man. Yeah. yeah. In Japan, on Japan. What do we call him? Dan, the man on Japan? He's got to be on Japan. He's not in Japan. Well, yeah, fair point. Okay. NJPW held a very hilariously titled show oh, this week. Just every time I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to watch the New Japan show. Oh, which one is it? it it's the second Destruction show. Oh, has it not got a special name? Yeah, Destruction in Hiroshima. Fuck me. You can tell when they came up with that idea. It was like, oh, it's the Destruction shows. We're doing three of them in different cities. How should we separate them? Well, there's Tokyo, there's Kobe. Oh, shit. We're going to Hiroshima. <laughs> not that it's actually related, but did you see this week, by the way, that um, the. Uh, the, the, the released posters for the new Power Rangers film and the poster of the Yellow Power Ranger said, uh, no driver's ed required. Did you know the original Yellow Power Ranger died in a car crash? I oh, didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> so you want I, to talk about? I knew that Power Ranger was a bit racist, that the Black Power Ranger was black. and the... Do you know, apparently they didn't even realise. Oh, okay. Joking. And I actually, I do believe them because like the, the guy, I can't remember his name, um, the actor yeah. who played the Black Power Ranger said, yeah, Someone pointed out to me about four weeks after the show had debuted, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which I imagine they were as well. Anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there was a few like key matches on this on this show. Um, they did the title, what could have been the title unification bout for the tag titles, uh, the Briscoes versus the Young Bucks, uh, heavyweight versus junior type t- uh, tag team champions. Uh, the thing about this match was the heavyweight division's kind of shit. I mean, you've got the Briscoes, you've got um, God, and you've got a few heavyweight teams that no one really gives a shit about. Since uh, Gallows and Anderson left, there's no one to care about. The junior division has exciting matches, but I think every single team in that division has held the, ta- the junior tag belts, and everyone has wrestled everyone. So they're good matches, but there's no fresh matches. So it makes sense to unify the two divisions. 
But New Japan decided, well, heavyweights always beat juniors, though. You can't have juniors beat heavyweights. So Briscoe's beat them clean. Even though, like, for some reason, they had the Young Bucks kind of working as baby faces in the match as well, even though the Briscoes are supposed to be this big baby face team. So that was one annoyance about the show. It was it was a good show overall. Um, they did um, Adam Cole's first Ring of Honor title defense against Will Ospreay. That was a good match. Not as good as you'd hope, but it was still pretty good. And you kind of knew the ending going in. Uh, the best match on the show was Kenny Omega versus uh, Yoshihashi, who's got the horrible thing of having football hair. You know the whole thing about, like, since Messi's bleached his hair, you've got all these football Oh, he's not got hair. blonde with... So, yeah, Yoshihashi oh. has decided to bleach his hair fully. And he's got Kenny a Ramsey head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kenny Omega pointed out on the last show that he looks like a fat Dennis the Menace, <laughs> <laughs> which is really great. He also has loose explosion on the back of his tights. This is a long-term thing, but... What? I had Becky all the way through the show saying, whoa, does that whoa, mean something whoa. else? Hold on, hold on, hold on, stop. I want you to repeat what you just said, and I want to see Daryl's reaction to he it. He has the again. phrase, loose explosion, written on the back of his tights. On his ass. Yeah. I had Becky say, does that mean something else in Japan? <laughs> I have no idea. It's just... I've got a loose explosion in my ass. Yeah. Right. His nickname's um... also Tacos. And this is a complete insider joke where he did excursion to Mexico and he gained a bit of weight because he loved tacos. So in promos, Nakamura started refer to him, referring to him as tacos and it caught on now and all the other wrestlers call him that. So hold on, he loves tacos and he's got loose explosion yeah. on his arse. Are yeah. they doing an actual <laughs> diarrhea gimmick? I'm guessing so. But he's mainly wrestled um, tag matches over the last year or so. Um, he was The match was for the G1 title, uh, the G1 championship what's well, not a championship it's the briefcase to get the title shot at Wrestle Kingdom and do you, mean the, do you mean the Japanese money in the bank kind of apart from he can't cash it in any time okay. it's only at Wrestle Kingdom when he gets the title shot it's just shot. the briefcase and Yoshihashi was one of the people who beat Kenny Omega right so Kenny Omega wants to beat everyone who beat him in the tournament to prove that he's worthy of the title shot okay uh, the match was really good at the end of it so the one of the other people who beat him in the G1 was Shibata but Shibata is currently out of action completely because he's got a, de- well, a degrading spine. He's got the hmm. spine of a well, how does How did Shibata manage to get that? Was from it from being not a fucking maniac? Yeah, from not knowing that wrestling's a work. Yeah. What a oh. mark. Oh, no. Oh, shit. He's <laughs> dropped the M bomb. Sorry. M-bomb. Bleep it. God. Sorry. Sorry. I want to apologize to all, the, all, all my fellow Afro wrestling Americans. <laughs> So yeah, uh, the show ended with uh, Goto, of all people, the guy who Kenny Omega beat in the final. Uh, he pretty much did the challenge where he was just pointing at Kenny Omega and stuff, and Kenny Omega was chushing him out of the ring. Kenny Omega's post-match promo was something I thought you might enjoy, Daryl. Okay. So first off, he uh, got on the mic and said, Joshi Hashi has a lot of heart, but he still did the G.O.B. He said this to uh, a sold-out crowd. The right. G.O.B.? G.O.O.B., he said. So he still did the job. G. Oh, J-O-B. Yeah, right, okay. Sorry. I was right, just right. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, I didn't know if there's some reference I should have gone. got. Because yeah. cause on um, uh, thingy, J-O-B is J-O-B. And yeah. I was, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, he did the J-O-B. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, he said, Goto stood in here and pointed at me to get a match. Typical New Japan booking. Uh, but he can go to hell. And said that he's he'll think about it. So I think Goto's kind of a uh, placeholder for Shibata. He's got jokes. Kenny Omega, he's got jokes. (laughs) He's also back to the whole thing in the G1 that he was being super serious because he wanted to win it. This match had so many like run-ins from the Young Bucks and silly stuff. So it's back to good old Kenny Omega being ridiculous. And it's 
it's interesting to see though how it'll run. There's another show on Sunday, which will be the podcast will come out early Sunday morning UK time, and then it goes straight into the New Japan show. So hopefully I'll be doing live tweeting for that as well. That one has the Intercontinental Title match between Michael Elgin and Naito. Well, hopefully by the time people are listening to this, they'll they'll be listening to it as the show's on, and then they'll they'll have us on the background. So where, where will they be able to find the tweets? On at Royal Grumble Pod on Twitter. Okay. You can listen to it during Captain New Japan's match. Don't don't have a go at Captain New Japan. Is Tamatonga going to be on? Tamatonga, uh, he will be on the show. The other thing I was going to mention about well, the show... Bad luck for Yeah, they did a special match. It was a special <laughs> challenge match between Okada and Bad Luck Fale. Yeah. Fale beat Okada, which normally means you get a title shot. But instead, they were doing another match where if Fale won, he would get his title shot in a show in New Zealand where he's from. Right. Okada won. It's a bit of bad luck, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, but I've got look, jokes. Okada's one of the people who gets really good matches out of Fale. He, kind of, he plays off him perfectly. And it made complete sense for Fale to win the match so they could do the title match in New Zealand. Yeah, but, but it's New Japan, isn't it? But Okada doesn't lose two pay-per-views in a row. Yeah, it's like they've, <laughs> got, weird, they've got weird booking rules, haven't they? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I think it, sometimes it could just be a little bit, little bit limiting when you've, you've got to hold to certain... Standards? I don't know if that's the word to use. Yeah. Certain, certain tropes that you expect. It's just a shame sometimes that they don't break them. But hey, I mean, what they're doing seems to be working for them. So Yeah, they still have really enjoyable shows. Um, the president did an interview today where he hopes by 2020 they'll be able to take the company public, which would be a huge deal. Fucking hell, that would yeah. be a big deal. They, they're like growing like expert, like quite a bit in profit and stuff. So he wants to take the company pro- in public in four years i do hear way more about new japan nowadays than i ever did like uh, apparently they've also told the talent that they're wanting to uh, expand internationally and yeah, appeal to a more international audience as well you know i'm a little bit surprised about actually i know they've got this working relationship with rev pro but there was a long-standing history for a while of ja- the major japanese companies coming over to uk yeah like with mark sloan and stuff i'm just surprised they haven't done that really they don't really come out. I think they, they've been talking about doing a US show, but they mm. haven't done it as of yet. There's probably not a lot of money in it, is there? I think New Zealand's going to be the first time they really head out in a long time. I don't know if you think about think about that European Navigation Pro Wrestling Noah show. That, like, it didn't fill the sky, though, but it, you know, filled it. Like, there was, like, what, three and a half thousand people there? Yeah, and that was during a time when it was really hard to get all the Pro Wrestling Noah stuff here. Yeah. Whereas New Japan, New Japan World, it costs like about seven quid a month. It's easy to get hold of. I guess maybe it depends. Like if they're doing a show in New Zealand, that's expanding yeah. internationally. Presumably at some point they'll do a show in the US. I guess it just depends where they go from there. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for that, Dan. That was very insightful. Very good. Very interesting. Daryl, since you provide none of those things, <laughs> do you want to... Uh, do you know what it is this You really are a twat, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you know what it is this Sunday? No. It's well actually it's today, okay. in fact. It's the first raw exclusive brand pay-per-view ever. Is it? No. Oh. Do you know what the first raw exclusive brand pay-per-view ever was? No, I don't. What was it? Well, internationally, it was Bad Blood 2003. Yay! Yay! So we're gonna we 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 watched it. Yeah, we <laughs> We're gonna talk about it after this.
You know, I, I must admit, I didn't really expect to uh, ever hear that song on uh, the Royal Grumble podcast, but nonetheless, there we are. Bad blood. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, no. I think, oh, I think we've used song. I think we've used just enough that we won't get sued. Yeah. It's like 20 seconds, isn't it? No, it was a cover version. Oh, yeah, that was me singing. Yeah, that yeah. was that was good good cover version you did there, Daryl. Thanks. But it's I Twitch. Oh, yeah. So, Bad Blood 2003 was the first Raw exclusive pay-per-view after the original brand split. Because when they did the original brand split, they had all the pay-per-views were both brands. And then they decided to, no, that's not working. We need to We need to make individual brand pay-per-views. And the first fucking name they could come up with was Bad Blood. Yeah, was, wasn't this... Bad Blood, I'm sure they did a In Your House called Bad Blood before, so... They did. Wasn't that... Was that the... Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell one, yeah, yeah. So they obviously yeah. went, well, that worked before. But last... No, the, what you don't understand, Daryl, is that it had lost its cool, because in the 90s, Bad with two Ds. Oh, yeah? Is that like Boys with a Z? Yes, mate. Oh, yeah. yeah. It bad with the like, Blood. It was a few shows after Beware of the Dog. Yeah. Oh no, no, no not beware of the dog. No, beware of dog. <laughs> I don't think they're like the in the pay-per-views. Yeah, they must not. I'm... That would be just like them, wouldn't hell it? Hell in our cell. That... Hell in the cell. That would so be Vince, wouldn't it? It would be like, oh, we don't want the in the in the pay. It's not cool. The kids don't like the word the. Hey, where's that toilet humor? He, he fucking loves toilet humor, doesn't he? He does. He's yeah. a fan. Yeah, he is. So bad. Sick, bad blood with one D, not bad to blood. Oh yeah, this is the second bad to blood ever. No, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna right, stop right, yeah, right, that right. That's gonna fuck me around. Uh, so the first raw single brand show, as mentioned, although not the first ever, but we'll get to that. Okay. And what does it start with? <laughs> the redneck triathlon. Ah. Oh. <laughs> the redneck triathlon. Yeah. It's Austin and Bischoff presents bad blood. Yeah. Literally says it on the Titantron. Yeah. This is when they went through, as we mentioned on the show before, this weird period of time where Eric Bischoff's face was just on the front <laughs> of Raw. Yeah, but that was pretty cool because they must have flashed up on the Titantron because I remember Bischoff's face had come up and it'd get boos. And then you'd have Austin's face come up and it'd get cheers. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. It was, yeah, I mean, it was, it was an amusing sort of gimmick, but looking back on it, you're a bit like, this is really fucking weird. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you'd have thought I'd have found out where this took place, but I didn't. No, uh, so. somewhere in America. Yeah, and uh, you fell. I'll find out. It was in Houston, Texas. Yes, it was. Oh, of course, it was. I fucking, I actually, yeah. I actually literally knew that. Sorry, Houston, Texas. Please, please keep G- listening. G- Graham, do we have a problem? Oh, it's like a little Houston thing. See, I'll did, explain uh, it. So yeah, well, that's good. That uh, cheers, yeah. mate. You're all right, you. Thanks. Mm. The first match was. <laughs> First match was at Dudley's against Chris Nowinski and oh, Rodney Mack. Right, right. I have so many things. Um, first, <laughs> first, I'm just going to talk over you. Right, Take first, um, this was the first Raw pay-per-view. I don't remember in the draft. They split the Dudleys up. So already at this point, they've gone, this isn't working. The Reverend Devon isn't getting over. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we got Decon Batista out of the whole Reverend Devon thing. So that worked out well. Um, Bubba Ray Dudley walks down in his fucking tracky bottoms. Yeah, his fucking sports direct. I think on my note, I wrote Tommy, tracky Tommy Dreamer esque. Not even Tommy Dreamer esque, mate. Like these aren't like they're just like 
shitty ones that have got like an ornate knob. They're disgusting. <laughs> he, he looks like he hasn't washed them like for about six months. He's going to like do his gardening or something. He's just like, oh, I'll just whack these on while I nip out for paper. <laughs> to be fair, if you were going to have a match with Rodney Mack and Chris Nowinski, you would just bung, uh, don't get the good gear out. <laughs> and when you know the gimmick of the match is before the match, they'd made a comment that saying, yeah, they're basically a Devon. You're a bit of a mark, aren't you? <laughs> That's what they said. Oh. You're, oh. you're a mark for getting tables, Devon. He's, he's towing line, isn't he? <laughs> he, he yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, do you notice how the white guy tells you how to do things? Fucking hell. That's <laughs> that's the first angle. Yeah. The first angle. Apart from, I suppose we we did gloss over the belching competition. Oh, do we want to go did that happened first? I it that does happen after. second, but yeah. I don't know. That was that was one of the first things that was drawn was a redneck triathlon. Yeah, anyway, we yeah. The Dudleys loot. You know how people complained about the fact that WWE brought in the Dudleys and didn't use them for the whole last year? Yep. Right? The Dudleys lose to Chris Nowinski in this. <laughs> Has Chris Quincy got, got his like seven concussions by this point? Or uh, he's probably on his way. Yeah. He's not got to magic number seven yet. No. Where's Rodney Mack now? You I forgot he even uh, existed. Is there a Twitter is, is is Rodney Mack still dead? <laughs> you might as well search it. You know it's the Mac Militant coming to get it on. That's where Rodney Mack is. Rodney Mack still lives in Teddy Long's theme tune, <laughs> which in itself is gone. So it was it was really weird seeing Teddy Long come down as like a serious kind of manager rather than being a player making tag team matches. I mean, he was in a tag team, involved in a tag team Even match. Better, yeah, he was involved in tag team match with Thuggin and Buggin Enterprises. <laughs> Fucking hell! What the fuck was this? Just. This is 2003 WWE, isn't it? You made us watch this. I did. It, this was my choice. Yeah. Like I wanted to go back and revisit it because I felt like it was appropriate. Wait, sorry, he's he's looking there's, at there's... Rodney Mack and I've just seen the line mixed martial arts. Yeah, oh, we missed out. Whoa, whoa. So first off, he is still wrestling on May 21st, 2016. Mack defeated Scott McKenzie to become the AIWF Southwest Champion in Athens, Texas. Fucking hell, the AIWF yeah. Southwest Champion. He also, Why did you live tweet that? He, he also was the All-American Wrestling Tag Team Champions with Heidenreich in 2008. Yes! But yeah, he he had a mixed martial arts fight on June seventh, two thousand eight, knocking out Joe Namath by ground and pound in twenty one seconds Wait, of the first Joe round. Joe Namath, Joe Namath, that's the name it's given. Joe. So I hope that's a gimmick name and that someone that's he's googling it, but you, he's not. You're gonna get. You're, you're not gonna, gonna, you're not gonna, 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 you're not, you're not gonna get. Oh, fuck me. Fucking, are you on the wind up? <laughs> Joe Namath. Even he knows Joe Namath. American quarterback. Yes, incredibly famous American quarterback. Famous enough that he was on The Simpsons. Yeah, that's how I know him. <laughs> Jesus, Daniel. No wonder he won. He's not even a fighter. You're getting Daniel now. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Daniel. Deary me. Anyway, I'm devastated. We missed out Rodney Mack in our uh, wrestling. Maybe we need to do a third part. Yeah, just for no. no. We're not going to do that. He, he was also part of the uh, lawsuit filed against WWE, which alleged that wrestlers incurred traumatic brain injuries under their tenure, and that the company concealed the risk of injury. So he's never coming back. No, he's no. as if it was coming back anyway. Him and Raven, Rodney Mack. <laughs> Jesus, Rodney Mack's one of these people that I associate with like B squared and all these guys from 2003 that were just Sylvain Grenier, Sylvain Rene Grenier. Dupree. Who was B-squared? Oh, we'll like, be getting back to them. Don't worry. Who was B squared? Do you know who B squared is? What? Right, Genuinely, right, right. Wait, I think. I'll, right, we'll we'll break it down for you. At first, he was in the Truth Commission. I don't even like, remember the Truth Commission properly. Kurgan the Jackal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? First he was in the Truth Commission. Then he was a tag team partner of Big Boss Man. Then he became B-squared. 
Do you not know who it is? Well, you've missed out a part, but I know oh. why you've missed it out. Oh, God, then, who is it? Uh, he was in the right to censor. Yeah, I yeah. I figured you'd missed it out because he would have got that straight away, but you no. haven't. I actually forgot, but yeah. That, that... I don't remember. It, like Full Buchanan. Oh, fuck, yeah. B squared, BB. Oh, okay. Yeah, like B with a, <laughs> like, with a little two. Because he recorded with John Cena's tag team partner. <laughs> he came back recently on... Oh, you don't watch Raw, do you? Yeah, he came back... Well, I say recently. He came back a few years back and uh, sort of like dissed John Cena a bit. Yeah, he was like, oh... He never comes to visit me anymore. <laughs> well, neither, neither do your kids, Bull. Maybe something about that first. <laughs> your name's Bull. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just savage. Fuck him. Prick. The next match we've already covered on the Royal Grumble before. Oh, yeah. What is it, mate? It's Steiner cast. <laughs> Steiner against Test for the services of a woman. Episode four, was it? Yeah. Huh? Entrant. Entrant number four. Entrant number four. For the, <laughs> for the possession of a woman. <laughs> Scott Steiner with 69 written on his tights. 2003 WWE. The first match was basically racism. Yeah. The second match was, you know, who owns a woman? Well, in um, between this was the first round of the Redneck Triathlon. Well, yes, the Belching competition. Are we doing the Redneck Triathlon as one? Or are we Are we going to cover that now? Because I've got something to say about Test and Steiner. But... Right, we'll talk about Test and Steiner now. Right, so we did... Re- we, I missed the jingle for Wrestle Fashions where I talked about... So can you do it? Wrestler fashion. Right. So I've got one for test. Why has it come down in his boxers? <laughs> and they're not, they're not even the good, they're the boxers you wear when all your others are in wash. What's he done that for? Bloody hell, they were all, all the people's gear were in wash at this, yeah. according to you. Well, I don't think Bubba Ray ever washed his gear. No. Yeah, he looks a bit like a smelly bastard. <laughs> but yeah, so test comes down in these shitty brown <laughs> shorts. Why would they, why keep you in like little leather trousers, Is mate? Is test still dead? I oh, good point, mate. Let's find out because I don't want to slag him off too much if he is still dead. Because I thought you would slag him off more because you already established that you can't slander the dead. Well, you can't. Well, I don't know because now you've got me worried because they said on the podcast you can't libel the dead oh. and then proceeded to slag her off, <laughs> so they might be in trouble. <laughs> yes, he's still dead. Ah, uh, okay, okay, cool. Well, not good, but yeah. At is is Tess still dead on Twitter? By the way, it's not ours. You know, we just give it a plug because it's you the... give it a plug. Like we yeah. don't even. No, I like it. It's a good account. Okay. Um. But yeah, so he, he waltzes down to the ring. Uh, Steiner comes down. Stacey Kidler comes down to... She's got legs and she knows how to use them, which I forgot was a theme tune. She comes down after the other two because she's the draw of the match. Yeah. Oh, which we'll oh, get back to. Oh, yeah. she, oh she is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is, though. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Uh, wrestle Fashions is what I'd say about that. We've covered this match before. Yeah. It, it's, it's a test versus Steiner. Whatever <laughs> you've got, you, you, you're putting them two together. Like, Steiner goes to lob himself off an apron and like <laughs> yeah let's not forget and, it's that match yeah it's it's great <laughs> it's brilliant you know what's it's great because this match and one of the things in the Redneck Triathlon one of the things I thought while watching it is like I'm kind of glad wrestling's moved past this stuff like the whole like fear like demoral, like how they treat women and stuff on thing I'm glad they've kind of moved past this but then in New Japan they've got a guy who is pretty much the godfather now oh, yeah. and recently he's been coming out with girls and they're just dressed like they're just like in dresses and stuff. On this show that's just happened on Thursday, I watched that the day after this, they come out, it was pretty much two bits of leather just to cover the vitals. Where can I get a recording? 
there is a picture of it on the Royal Grumble website, actually. Is there? Oh, okay. I, I put a picture in the article, you know. To so go to royalgrumble.weebly.com. I had to screen cap that one myself. I'm going with, go with that now. <laughs> I had to Dar- screen cap it myself. Daryl's going to be absent for the for the next match. We do have a Poontang Pie event coming up later on, by the way. So yeah. let's not forget that. <laughs> but in the meantime, Intercontinental Championship, Booker T against Christian. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a match. I didn't have it, much to say about this. <laughs> I have one thing to say about this. This match has a very bizarre ending. Because this, first of all, they spend the entire match saying how Christian's going to lose. Basically, they just say Christian's Christian's the underdog here because Christian's wank, right? <laughs> Even though Christian is the Intercontinental Champion. Can we point out we have found out that Vince fucking hates Christian? <laughs> you do know Vince is in that headset going, "This guy shit." <laughs> <laughs> but then, right? Christian walks off. Christian walks off to do a countout. Okay. The referee Jack Doan gets the microphone and says, Christian, if you do a walk-off, you'll lose the match by forfeit, and then you're going to lose the title. When was that a thing? I'll tell you when. Right, so I've been watching some ECW recently, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bill Alfonso is a referee, but somehow he's got magic referee powers where he can just come in and just go, oh, if you, if you do that, then, then you'll be stripped to the belt. But he's not the authority figure. Todd Gordon is. He's the, he's the commission's representative, though, isn't he? I don't know. I, I fell asleep when I watched it, mate, so I don't know. <laughs> I literally watch it to go to sleep. But here's the... So you would have thought, okay, that's a way to make sure it doesn't end up in a fuck finish. How do you think the match ends? Uh, was it a fuck finish? Yeah, yeah. Booker T won by DQ because <laughs> Christian basically comes back in. I'm pretty sure... I, I actually genuinely remember... I can't, I can't remember whether he smacks him in the face with a belt or wallops him in the, in the dick, but like either way... He whacks Booker T and the referee who's just gone, if you go out, if you if you walk up, you count out, you're gonna lose the title. Then goes, Oh, it's DQ. Yeah, Christian D- retains DQ, the belt. DQ, he didn't say it about DQ, did he? Exactly. Done, done him there. What, what? The referee does kind of have a look on his face, which is just like, oh fucking hell. Yeah. Just he does, but like just don't don't give the referee powers he doesn't have. He's not magic ref. Where's Jack Down now? I don't know, but Oh. Is this just all it's going to be? What? It's going to be Daryl getting Dan to Google who's dead and who's not. He's not. He's not dead. Nah, I mean, if you just look at his Twitter, it's a bit depressing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. It's him, yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> what? Have you never, like, did you not see all that when it was, like, kicking off? Does it sound or look like I've seen it? No. There was a whole thing, of, was it his daughter? And he what? was tweeting all this stuff about his daughter. And... What? What have you? What dark shit have you uncovered now, Daryl? You said you were going to behave this week. I have. I've not said anything. I've just. Oh, he's not said anything. I have to cut. Yet. Yeah, that's all. That's all I promise. Oh, Which sake. is good because last week I had a right fucking job. <laughs> Why? What did you cut out last week, mate? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff. You know what I cut out. <laughs> I've been like, watching a lot of conspiracy theory things. It's good to be, but no, hang on. No, it's not going <laughs> to. No, you don't get me twice. Fucking hell. Whilst you search for that, I think we should talk about the. Incredible sporting contest that was the pie eating contest. The first treat that slowed it was unfortunately working in a factory doesn't pay anywhere near what WWE did. But the most important thing is spending time with family. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even want to know. This is going to go beyond funny and just into sad, isn't it? This is—he's like the real life Tim White, isn't he? Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me! Jesus Christ! Right, no, we're moving on. <laughs> yeah. No, stop it. We're moving on. We're going to talk about Eric Bischoff licking Mae Young in the fanny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a thing that happened. 
just as just as depressing. 2003 WWE. Of course it did. Do you know? I didn't remember this show at all because I'm pretty sure I wasn't watching it. I didn't it. remember a thing about it. I'm pretty it sure I wasn't watching it at the time, but uh, as soon as they were like, oh, you know what? When The Rock talks about pie, it's Poontang Pie. I was like, well, that's Mae Young then, isn't it? Of course it's <laughs> Mae Young. And of course it turned out it was Mae Young. And then they spent the entire rest of the show with Bischoff like sort of wiping his face. There was the whole thing as well with the women in the room, which was kind of like, you know, in like TV shows or films when it's a guy taking another guy to a brothel and all the girls have lined up. It was that. It was disgusting. Yeah, Bischoff was like, oh, don't worry. I've, I've got some good girls for us to eat out on live pay-per-view. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> this, this was a, what the were they thinking? About... <laughs> <laughs> what? But they had to audition people for that as well. Like they had to, or somebody had to go, Vince had to say to one of the eight producers, get some girls that look like they would be good to eat out. <laughs> it looked like they'd be happy being the objects of, do you want to get eaten out on television? You just know. <laughs> not, that... not just television, on live papers. Yeah. <laughs> you just know that John Laurinaitis was sat there going, I'll do it. Me. Yeah, but he, d- he definitely Sorry. would have hired the wrong I'll one. Do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Pick me. Pick John. Oh fucking! Because he did. Hi- still he, works. He would no, but he would have hired the wrong ones because he hired the wrong one-legged wrestler. <laughs> Let's not forget that. <laughs> Let's never forget that John Laurinaitis hired the wrong one-legged wrestler. But based on his hiring practices as well, all the women would have looked like Nicole Bass. Oh my god! It was just they brought China back. Fucking hell! Oh, he's, lifted. he's going into oh, he's going into your fucking territory now, Daryl. Jesus. The, no. the other thing I, I noted during this, I, I went, it looks like Austin's having a lot of fun, but then I instantly remembered that this was the period. I, I think it was a little after. Oh, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it was, it was really the show this time. St- we're going to vault the pressing stuff today. And I did write, at least he's only hitting on them. Oh. Fucking oh. And I love Austin, but don't, how he was acting in that just Don't just brought it. Up. You said it. We're yeah. moving on. Moving it, moving it. Fucking He's not man. dead. You can't slander him. What the fuck have we done? What is <laughs> what? This is what this show's done to us. This show, Bad Blood, is so bad that it's caused us to literally go to the worst. Yeah, the worst. I mean, you do it anyway. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Dan's doing it now. To Steve Austin, my second favorite wrestler of all time. I'm really trying to hold it together here. It's really, it's. Re- I'm really struggling with it. I, I also made some notes about Jerry Lawler being in alleged pervert mode. Oh. My. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was rotten through the entire thing too. Oh, was he? It oh, was like, he, he was just past the puppy stage because now he'd found that there was other organs on the female body that he could shout about. <laughs> Fucking hell. It really is just like throwing shit at the wall time, isn't it? It's like 2001's two years past. 2002 hasn't been as good as they wanted and nothing's working. And it's just going down and down. So like, fucking uh get some lesbians in well, yeah was uh, this before or after hla oh it was set i think it was slightly before but it's oh get some lesbians in on telly um <laughs> just uh get get austin to eat out lass um uh, have we killed a baby and kicked it into air yet <laughs> <laughs> triple h is coming to the ideas room <laughs> two words necrophilia <laughs> All, oh, all shit, I've missed out on golden opportunity to do. I've got two words for you. <laughs> Necrophilia. If Nobody you just dead. cut it, then you can it makes him look funnier. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody dared to point out to him that it's one word, of course. No. This was next is the tag match with RVD and Kane. Because of course they're the tag champions. Yeah, of course. Because it's RVD and Kane. 
against La Resistance, which is Rene Dupre, who was in 1PW. I do not owe you money. <laughs> yeah, he had lots of bad tattoos by the time he got to 1PW. Yeah. What he wrestled you? the... Oh, no, it was him versus Madman Manson. Yeah. I, I seem to remember because but the Iron Sheik was in Madman Manson's corner. Yes. That's right, yeah. <laughs> that was, the, was a fun day. Yeah, it was, it was the Iron Sheik cornering Madman Manson against Rene Dupre cornered by Prince Amin. I yeah. Think. And it, there was a whole bit where they had to get the Iron Sheik in the ring to give him the camel clutch at the end of it. And it took a long time for the Iron Sheik to get in the ring. Well, well this is... <laughs> he had this to be is... helped in by Manson, who was making no bones about the fact that this is taking a little long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's a 1PW show, of course it was taking a long time. We'll come back to that Iron one Sheik day. was lovely. <laughs> I'm sure he was. was. great. I, 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 I heard um, he might have wanted gimmicks. Well, I'm saying I don't know what gimmicks meant. I just heard that he sent somebody to get him gimmicks. That's what he said. He went, <laughs> can you save this? Can you please save this? Because we are going to do the One PW show one day. Oh yeah, yeah, I can. Your vital knowledge is going to be pretty much inherent to that show. Oh yeah, okay. So don't waste it all on don't oh. waste it all on Bad Blood 2003 for fuck's sake. Jesus. Anyway, the all the the tag matches they were in weird corners. Did you notice that? Yes. Um, basically, the arena was flipped. Where the hard camera was, um, it was on the opposite side to what it usually is. Yeah. So I think that if the hard camera was on the other side, it would have looked right. Right. Okay. Because like they were, Kane was in the corner next to the Titantron. Right. What happens when they do a tag match now is when you look when you're watching the screen, mm-hmm. one team is always in the top left corner, the other team's in the bottom right. Yep. They were just but there. they switched them to the yep. bottom left corner, the top right. But I think. No, even if there's cars yeah, the other way. Would, I don't still think they just yeah. flipped them. Yeah. Just... Yeah, I don't think they gave a fuck. No, because they did that for just the first match as well. Yeah, that's when I noticed it. Yeah. yeah, and then they did it for this match as well. Yeah, right. because the Dudleys were stood in the wrong corner briefly and yeah. the referee had to go no, over there where the string is. Yeah. Really weird. Uh, like I say though, throwing shit at the walls, they probably went, Oh, the reason tag matches aren't doing well on telly is they're all stood in the wrong corner. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with the fact <laughs> you've got Sylvain Grognier. <laughs> <laughs> they won the tag titles. Yeah. This is before they became the Canadian La Resistance. This is back when they were just French. Because evil foreigners and that. Yeah. yeah, evil foreigners Und- helping the yeah. Allies just, in the just, fucking just war. Yeah. Rob Conway to it at some point, though, guys. E- evil foreigners. Just look at him, though. <laughs> We've talked a lot about things that, like, they're things that won't happen on TV nowadays, like evil foreigners who want to take over America and all that stuff. Wouldn't happen. Wouldn't happen, mate. Nope. You'd never get no. anyone like that. Especially not, like, from Russia or whatever. No. Bulgaria. Yeah, now. Briefly Russian, so in your face, dick. <laughs> I think the next match was Jericho against Goldberg. It was Jericho against Goldberg again. What a what an odd match to put on. Well, it's like a shoot, isn't it, brother? Well, you say that as a joke, but like, I mean, we all know the history of Jericho and Goldberg. That's not what I'm going to bring up. We're not going to patronize you by telling you that because you know that already. Yeah, but Goldberg, you know, when there's they've been doing these things for WWE 2K17. And they've been running the commercials for Goldberg, and Goldberg's been saying, oh, never say never. And I genuinely was like, fuck it, yeah, bring him in. After I saw this match, no, you know what, don't. He's really fucking bad. He's really bad. That was the thing in do it, like, everyone forgets about the fact that he did kind of burn out in WCW. Like, yeah. it wasn't all, like, fucking glory, and it weren't like Steve Austin's run in WWE. Goldberg, like, he had his great run of squash matches and a few decent pay-per-view matches. But then people got kind of bored of him and he was getting booed by the end of it. He's also, by the way, really weird that Goldberg throughout his entire like WWF run, at least until the end, was just Steve Austin's mate a lot. Like, 
he gets this match because Austin gives him it. And I don't know. I know Austin and because Jericho rest. tried to get Lance Storm of all people to run him over. Yeah, yeah, they've never done that before. Have they? They've never had uh, anybody mastermind a running over of someone else by their mate. Yeah. I, I I got in the car. That's actually I a pretty didn't. good impression of Lance Storm, except <laughs> you did. put too much color in your voice. <laughs> yeah. Lan- what's Lance Storm's opinion about working female body parts? <laughs> I don't know, but I'd love to hear it again. Oh, he just—he just, he just likes to work the vagina. <laughs> it's a quote from Landstorm. Really An actual quote. Just seem to be working the uh, working the vagina in this man. <laughs> <laughs> Spec fucking tacular. Oh, good old brick top. <laughs> I don't really have much more to say about this Jericho Goldberg match. No. I think Jericho's bitched about it in one of his books. And he... I just think this is a weird stage for Jericho. Yeah. It's sort of a stage where he probably... Do you think Jericho in the match was saying to him, I like tribal tattoos too? No, I think Jericho in the match was saying to him, I think you're a fucking cunt because I hate you. <laughs> yeah. But like, do you not think... I don't know, it's just, it's just a we- it just seems like a weird match to put together anyway, just Goldberg and Jericho. And then it's the sort of match that now, if they put it together, they'd be like, these two had fight. These two used to hate each other in WCW. They had a fight. Who fucking knows what could happen? Whereas then, it was like, oh, uh, well, we've got to put this match together for some reason, but we don't want people to know that the reason we're doing it is because of where all the thing that used to happen. So, uh, who's the bloke with the flattest head? Lance, go and um, go and run Goldberg. Lance, over. you're Canadian. You, you yeah, you're mates you're, with Jericho. You're basically all the same. <laughs> you're a thrill seeker. Go and go and run run. Goldberg over for Christian. Chris Jericho. Whatever. They're all the bloody same. They're all Canadian. <laughs> the blonde Canadian one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have much else to say about this. But yeah, it did make me feel a bit like mm, Goldberg was a bit shit. <laughs> I think I forgot how shit We, we keep was. saying that the next career mode will be Goldberg, don't we? Oh, it's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's going to be Goldberg, so we get to watch a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should do that soon. Yeah, we, we should do that soon, really. Yeah. Alright, I'll tell you what, I'll make a promise. Sometime in the next like three shows, I'm going to do that. I, I can't promise it'll be the next show. Be- before the end of the year, definitely. If, yeah, definitely. Because there's going to be a few weeks where we're going to be struggling for stuff. Yeah, we're going to do career mode, Goldberg and WWE. Can't wait. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> to tie with the release, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, I wouldn't be clear. Yeah. Ah. Fuck it, we'd, we'd even look like we knew what we were doing there. That would be a good idea. Yeah. Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels, they had a match. Like, oh, do you mean a WrestleMania 24? No, no, mate, what? I don't. No, I don't. We'll leave the memories alone. He no. didn't apologise this time. He yeah, didn't say I love you. Yeah. They had a match now. Great. Leave the memories alone. <laughs> leave the memories alone. I'm always a big fan of that phrase. Even the last time I used it was for a time hop that was describing the fact that our Prime Minister was accused of putting his genitals in the mouth of a dead pig last year. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good phrase yeah. for any occasion. Yeah, accused of as being the opposite. Yeah, friend, I really. did say accused. I noticed. Yeah, that's, that sort of got like glossed over, didn't it? Like everyone sort of forgot about. Well, that's because he's a lizard face and he controls the weather and everything. And he managed to get people to forget about it. Okay, it blew yeah. your memory away. Do you even remember it? What? Yeah, Mandela exactly. effect. Lizard, oh. Lizards control the media. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, match was all right. But yeah, it was, it was. It was bound to be good with these two. It was a decent angle. Yeah, it had Ric Flair saying, "You, Shawn Michaels, will always be a Ric Flair wannabe." About. 500 times in the same video package. That was fun. Yeah. I don't really think there's much to say about this match without bringing up 
as you mentioned, WrestleMania. I- I'm guessing, yeah. like, by the sound like, of you two as well, you two kind of lost steam with the show where I did. Because we're getting to tell you what I lost steam. Joe and Bubba A came down his <laughs> <patty bottoms. laughs> Yeah, he's right, though. Because he I, right. I, I stopped taking notes and was just kind of like watching at this point. But it, it seems like all three of us lost steam around this as part. As soon as show. I saw Rodney Mack and Chris Dewinsky, I was like, <laughs> fuck taking notes on this show. <laughs> I, I'd have oh. felt the same if they hadn't have called up racism as part of the gimmick. Did you did you guys not take notes on the on the finale of the Redneck Triathlon? No, I, no <laughs> started off as a singing competition. I'm shocked that you of all people didn't, Daryl. No, mate, I was I honestly like I was so bored for the show. <laughs> Such a fucking bad show. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so finals of the Redneck Triathlon. It it got spun to be a singing contest, and every literally they didn't even demonstrate the fact that everyone knows Stone Cold is shit at singing. <laughs> So Bischoff was like, yeah, I'm mint at singing. I'll win. I'm going to sing my theme music. Got them to play his theme music. He was lip syncing. Then they played a karaoke version of his theme music, which, by the way, someone had to make a karaoke version of Eric Bischoff's theme music for this show. Yeah. And Stone Cold from the screen goes, nah, you're shit, mate. I'm coming out to like meet you. And then he says, no, we're going to make it a hog pen match, which Bischoff agrees to <laughs> because... Yeah, that'll work out fine. And then Stone Cold lobs him into a into a pen with like live pigs. I always forget they've got live pigs for this. They're all like pig. They were all tiny pigs. Yeah, the, the poor little bastards were fucking running yeah. away from Bishop. They've got fucking live pigs. You know what? Go back to throwing shit at the walls. This is literally throwing shit at the walls. Yeah, it's a shame Owen Hart wasn't around at this time. Because have you heard the story about In Your House Five? Nope. That was when they did the hog pen match with uh, Hunter Hurselmsley versus Henry uh, Godwin. Henry Godwin. Yep. One of my favourites. Uh, <laughs> Owen Hart and Bulldog did pull the rib on Vince by moving all the pigs into Vince's office. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. That is fucking quality. I'll give it you won't get that now, would you? No. Can you imagine bloody Zack Ryder trying to do something like that? He'd fucking shit himself. Yeah, but not only would he probably shit himself, he'd probably film it for his YouTube channel. <laughs> next time he had anything to do Up, with up, pigs. down, down, featuring Vince and pigs, lol. It's next all on Swerve. Next time he saw those pigs, he'd be putting them on the burgers and McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is true but he gets to go home to Emma so who's the real loser here yeah that's true yeah but no she is though what ridiculous like she's just Emma is gorgeous oh so uh, the main event is a Hell in a Cell match <laughs> the main event is a Hell in a Cell match between Triple this is 2003 yeah. 2003 is the main event is a Hell in a Cell match between Triple H, the World Heavyweight Champion, and Kevin Nash. The click rules the world. Yeah. Kevin Nash. Yeah. For life. Kevin. Too sweet. Kevin Nash is the third most over person in this match. <laughs> the most over person in this match is the ref, because the ref is Mick Foley. And I know I rag on Mick Foley a lot. I've done it on this show. But clearly in this show, this, was, went, this was before he started hanging around with all his best friends in the Divas locker room. <laughs> home angle was Mick Foley and Triple H having a fight <laughs> and then Kevin Nash had to get involved a little bit just enough so he didn't tear his quad not only that right so it's already fucked up that Kevin Nash and Triple H is the main feud on Raw the yep. main brand its main feud is Triple H against Kevin Nash even if we disregard the fact that we then have this match in a ladder match several years later <laughs> which, which is which is fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, if we're gonna do another crimo after Goldberg, I'd quite like to do Kevin Nash 
post WCW in WWE. Yeah. I, I'd happily do a few matches from pre as well because well, yeah, the whole got... Diesel run. No, we don't. What's the point? Diesel doing... versus Mabel. No, but there's no point in doing the Diesel run because that's his actual run, right? The whole point of career <laughs> mode is we do the shit run where it doesn't make any fucking sense, which is why we could do. We could even just lump it as the NWO. Oh, but we don't want to get Hogan in to upset people, do we? You might say the word Mark a lot. Yeah. He don't want his daughter going out with Mark. That's the, that's the only thing. <laughs> so let's not... Let's Anyway, to get back to my point, not only is this match mental, not only is the ref the most over person in the match, but the match itself is the most fucking backwards psychology ever. Because here's the finish to this match, right? Okay. Triple H, as a go at Foley, knocks him down, okay? Foley attacks Triple H. Kevin Nash hits Triple H. Does he hit him with a sledgehammer? He hits him with a sledgehammer, I think. Hits him with his powerbomb. Foley counts the pin to two and Triple H kicks out. And then <laughs> Triple H hits the pedigree and against all odds, Triple H wins. It's so for so the face takes advantage of the face ref attacking the heel champion. Yep. But the heel is so strong in his resilience that he kicks out and then gets the win because he overcomes the odds. The heel champion gets the win over the face ref and the face challenger by overcoming the odds. It's Triple H, isn't it? It's 2003 Triple H. Yeah. And then he probably had a 20-minute promo on Raw the night after about it. Because he looked round and he went, Rock's gone. Austin's (laughs) fucked. I've got a feeling they might be taking belt off me soon at SummerSlam. Yeah, I can, I can rule the roost here. I now. am king shit. Actually, was yeah. it this SummerSlam coming up, the one where he lost, or was it the one where he beat Goldberg? No, it's, it's the, the elimination chamber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're still a good year and a half away from that. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Triple H in this period. Just. Ugh. Is this the worst? Like, right. If we assume that since they put in the Hell in a Cell pay per view. Yep. Every match since the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view is pretty shit. Yeah. Right. Okay. Is this the worst Hell in a Cell match before they did that? Depends if you count in Kennel from Hell, because that had the Hell. No, no I'm not counting Kennel from Hell. Yeah. yeah, we had the Hell in a Cell over it. Um, possibly, but obviously I'd have to watch um, to remind me, but the Boss Man Undertaker one was pretty bad. That is true, yeah. And it does awkwardly it, end with the yeah, big Yeah, the awkward <laughs> ending. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I guess... I guess no, then. But it's up there. It's, it's in discussion. Definitely. If we, if we want to be, if I want to, like, twist it to fit my point, okay. uh, is this the worst main event or <laughs> Hell in a Cell match before the Hell in a Cell pay per view? It's oh, definitely, yeah. it's definitely up there. Yeah, I, I think it can't be far off. It depends whether you enjoy the Triple H versus Shawn Michaels Hell in a Cell match that lasts for. Yeah, well, that, actually, longer that, than the show. Yeah, that could go on forever. It is still going on, though, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. I thought one. Actually, that might have been more entertaining this one as well. Uh, DX versus the McMahons and Big Show. Fuck off, that was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, was that not on a Hell in a Cell? Was that at SummerSlam? I think that was actually before they did the Hell in a okay. Cell. I think it but was that, like a... S- but that was, that was, that was fucking brilliant, though. Because doesn't Vince end up with his head up Big Show's arsehole? Yeah. yeah, that's brilliant. What's not to talk about that? <laughs> Ribbing. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Summative thoughts on bad blood, guys. Dan, 
It gives me great hope for a clash of champions this Sunday. Yeah. Daryl? I fucking hate you. <laughs> you suggested this. this. This was almost as bad as me suggesting watching what culture. And, you know, and, but you also went, oh, if you get a chance, watch Insurrection. Definitely fucking yeah, not. Well, what you've done is you, you've beaten me to the punch because I was going to say this isn't even really the first ever Raw pay-per-view <laughs> because there was Insurrection. Insurrection from the Wembley Arena in 2002, London, England. And do you know the main event of that was Triple H against The Undertaker? Do you know when you say words and you don't know what they mean? <laughs> Can you define Insurrection for me, please? Because I literally don't know what it is. No, I can't. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. It's, in case you're interested, gonna, though, in Insurrection, um, Booker T had a match with Stevie Richards for the Hardcore Championship. There we go. It means it's a noun, a violent uprising against an authority or government. Okay, that's Usage, fine. the insurrection was savagely put down. I do but think that the way they're that spelling... insurrection with an X, though? No, that's no, what no, I was no, going to no. say. That's why it's cool. Because it's the 90s. So this is 2002. It kind of says erection. Do you know on well. Rebellion, by the way, this because... The way they did it when they had the UK-only pay-per-views was in 2002, they changed them so that they were brand exclusive, okay. which was the first time they'd ever done that. Rebellion, Stephanie McMahon has the cheat to come out at the start of Rebellion and say, this is the first ever SmackDown exclusive brand pay-per-view. And because it's the first ever one, we wanted to make it the best pay-per-view yet. Do you know any of the matches from Rebellion 2002? <laughs> I fucking don't, mate, but well, I'd love I'm you to tell fill, me. Phil for me, and I'll tell you what, We'll find out because I meant to. <laughs> we're having to Google it because it, even with any prep work, we wouldn't remember what matches were on this class. No. <laughs> Do you know what? Actually, by the way, Rebellion two thousand and one had the only Stone Cold versus The Rock match on television after WrestleMania seventeen. I did not know that. Yeah, genuinely, it's on the network now. Yeah. You can actually watch it. Anyone from around the world, if you're watching the WWE Network, if you if you were thinking like I was thinking, and probably most people thinking in two thousand and one, why haven't they done the rematch of Stone Cold against The Rock? Right? So they did the main event in WrestleMania 17. Yep. Yep. Then they did the night after on Raw in a cage where Triple H comes down and fucks the rest of the business for the rest of the year. Yep. Uh, they did one more match, which was, I think, the week before Survivor Series, which was The Rock against Stone Cold oh. for the WWF Championship from, I think, Manchester. That was the only time they did The Rock against Stone Cold on pay-per-view in 2001. And actually, the last time they did it until, what, WrestleMania 19? Yeah, it would yeah. have been, yeah. Yeah. Match it. Rebellion 2002. Well, we <laughs> Mate, this, the oh, opening God. match is Bill DeMott to be defeated Shannon Moore. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what she sa- that's what she says. After she goes, we wanted to make it the best match. We wanted to make it the best play for you of the year. And then she leads into Bill DeMott against Shannon Moore. Right. Other matches include Billy Kidman and Tori Wilson defeating Do- John Cena and Dawn Marie, which is five minutes long. Jamie Noble with Nidia defeated Rey Mysterio and Tajiri. Reverend Devon and Ron Simmons defeated Val Venus <laughs> and Chuck Palumbo. Why is Ron Simmons teaming with Reverend Devon? No. <laughs> One last question. How long is this show? Do you know, do you know how long this show is? To the, uh, 2003's Bad Blood. It's two and a half hours, isn't it? It's uh, only two and a half. Is it? Oh, I would say I'd guess two hours 45 because there was a longer stretch where all the papers were two hours 45. But It's only two and a half okay. hours long. I mean, the, the SmackDown one only two and a half hours long as well. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're cramming into the same sort of time, probably. It cannot be worse, can it? No. And it won't be. Well, now that I've subjected both of you to that, I want to say thanks for listening. 
Uh, don't forget to find us on Twitter at Royal Grumble Pod, as we mentioned before. Go to the website, royalgrumble.weebly.com. You will find Dan's New Japan reviews on there. You're going to find one after the show on Sunday at some point, I take it, Dan? Yes. Excellent. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter for the live tweeting and the NJPW show as well. You should be reading it as you're listening to this, I hope. Destruction in Kobe. Yes. Not, not as awkward, that name. <laughs> not, yeah, no. Not just... Yeah. I'm trying to think of some kind of Kobe Bryant pun, but I've lost all... Bad blood's taken it all out of me. Uh, yeah. Go to facebook.com slash You can find us on there and send us an email if you want. royalgrumblepod.gmail.com Anything else? Nope. Say goodbye, Dan. Bye. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. See you later.